when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches laugh large in the Stately clump back All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Lauren Elkins. He crossed at Nassau Street Corner and stood before the window of Yates and Son, pricing the field glasses. Or will I drop into old Harris's and have a chat with young Sinclair? Well-mannered fellow, probably at his lunch. Must get these old glasses of mine set right. Gertz lenses, six guineas. Germans making their way everywhere. Sell on easy terms to capture trade. Undercutting. I chance on a pair in the railway lost property office. Astonishing the things people leave behind them in trains and cloakrooms. What do they be thinking about? Women, too. Incredible. Last year, traveling to Ennis, had to pick up that farmer's daughter's bag and hand it to her at the Limerick Junction. Unclaimed money, too. There's a little watch up there on the roof of the bank to test those glasses by. His lids came down on the lower rims of, of his irides. Can't see it. If you imagine it's there, you can almost see it. Can't see it. He faced about and, standing between the awnings, held out his right hand at arm's length towards the sun. Wanted to try that often. Yes, completely. The tip of his little finger blotted out the sun's disk. Must be the focus where the rays cross. If I had black glasses... Interesting, there was a lot of talk about those sunspots when we were in Lombard Street West. Terrific explosions they are. There will be a total eclipse this year, autumn sometime. Now that I come to think of it, that ball falls at Greenwich time. It's the clock is worked by an electric wire from Dunsink. Must go out there some first Saturday of the month. If I could get an introduction to Professor Jolie or learn up something about his family, that would do too. Man always feels complimented, flattery where least expected. Nobleman proud to be descended from some king's mistress. His foremother. Lay it on with a trowel. Cap in hand, go through the land. Not go in and blurt out what you know you're not to. What's parallax? Show this gentleman the door. <sighs> his hand fell again to his side. Never know anything about it. Waste of time. Gas balls spinning around, crossing each other, passing. Same old ding-dong always. Gas, then solid, then world, then cold, then dead shell drifting around. Frozen rock, like that pineapple rock. The moon. Must be a new moon, she said. I believe there is. He went on by la maison claire. Wait. The full moon was the night we were Sunday fortnight. Exactly, there is a new moon. Walking by down by the Tolka, not bad for a Fairview moon. She was humming. The young May moon, she's beaming. Love. He, other side of her. Elbow, arm. He. Glowworm's lamp is gleaming, love. Touch. Fingers. Asking. Answer. Yes. Stop. Stop. If it was, it was. Must. Mr. Bloom, quick breathing, slowlier walking past Adam Court. With a keep-quiet relief, his eyes took note. 
This is straight here, middle of the day, Bob Doran's bottle shoulders. On his annual bend, McCoy said. They drink in order to say or do something or chercher la femme. Up in the coombe with chummies and streetwalkers, and then the rest of the year as sober as a judge. Yes, thought so. Sloping into the empire. Gone. Plain soda would do him good. Where Pat Kinsella had his harp theater before Whitbread ran the Queens. Broth of a boy. Dion Busico business with his harvest moon face and a pokey bonnet. Three party maids from school. How time flies, eh? Showing long red pantaloons under his skirts. Drinking, drinking, laughed, spluttering their drink against their breath. More power, Pat! Coarse red, fung for drunkards, guffaw and smoke. Take off that white hat. His parboiled eyes, where is he now? Beggar somewhere. The harp that once did starve us all. I was happier then. Was that I? Or am I now I? Twenty-eight I was. She twenty-three when we left Lombard Street West. Something changed. Could never like it again after Rudy. Can't bring back time, like holding water in your hand. Would you go back to then? Just beginning then, would you? Are you not happy in your home, you poor little naughty boy? Wants to sew on buttons for me. I must answer. Write it in the library. Grafton Street, gay with housed awnings, lured his senses. Muslin prints, silk, dames and dowages. Jingle of harnesses. Hoof thuds low ringing in the baking causeway. Thick feet that woman has in the white stockings. Hope the rain mucks them up on her. Country bread, straw bacon. All the beef to the heels we're in. Always give the woman clumsy feet. Molly looks out of plum. He passed, dallying, the windows of brown Thomas, silk mercers. Cascades of ribbons, flimsy china silks. A tilted urn poured from its mouth a flood of blood-hued poplin, lustrous blood. The Huguenots brought that here. La causa e santa, ta-ra, ta-ra, great chorus that, ta-ra, must be washed in rainwater. Meyer beer, ta-ra, bum, bum, bum. Pincushions. I'm a long time threatening to buy one, stick them all over the place, needles and window curtains. He bared slightly his left forearm. Scrape, nearly gone. Not today, anyhow. Must go back for that lotion. For her birthday, perhaps. June, July, August, September 8th. Nearly three months off. Then she might like it. Women won't pick up pins. Say it cuts, low. Gleaming silks, petticoats on slim brass rails, rays of flat silk stockings. Useless to go back. Had to be. Tell me all. High voices. Sunworm silk. Jingling harnesses. All for a woman. Home and houses, silk webs, silver, rich fruits, spicy from Jaffa. Agendat netaim, wealth of the world. A warm human plumpness settled down on his brain. His brain yielded, perfume of embraces, all him assailed. With hungered flesh obscurely, he mutely craved to adore. Duke Street, here we are, must eat, the Burton. Feel better then. He turned Combridge's corner, still pursued, jingling hoof-thuds, perfumed bodies, warm, full, all kissed, yielded, in deep summer fields, tangled, pressed grass, in trickling hallways of tenements, along sofas, creaking beds, 
Jack, love, darling, kiss me, Reggie, my boy, love. His heart astir, he pushed in the door of the Burton restaurant. Stink gripped his trembling breath. Pungent meat juice, slop of greens. See the animals feed. Men, men, men. Perched on high stools by the bar, hats shoved back at the tables, calling for more bread, no charge. Swilling, wolfing gobfuls of sloppy food, their eyes bulging, wiping wetted mustaches. A pallid, suet-faced young man polished his tumbler, knife, fork, and spoon with his napkin. New set of microbes. A man with an infant's saw-stained napkin tucked round him shoveled gurgling soup down his gullet. A man spitting back on his plate, half-masticated gristle. No teeth to chew-chew-chew it. Chomp, chop from the grill, bolting to get it over. Sad boozer's eyes, bitten off more than he can chew. Am I like that? See ourselves as others see us. Hungry man is an angry man. Working tooth and jaw. Don't. Oh, a bone. That last pagan king of Ireland, Cormac, in the school poem, choked himself at Sleddy, southward of the Boyne. Wonder what he was eating. Something galoptious. St. Patrick converted him to Christianity. Couldn't swallow it all, however. Roast beef and cabbage. One stew. Smells of men. His gorge rose. Spat on sawdust, Swedish warmish cigarette smoke, reek of plug, spilt beer, men's beery piss, the stale of ferment. Couldn't eat a morsel here. Fellow sharpening knife and fork to eat all before him, old chap picking his toodles, slight spasm, full chewing the cud, before and after, grace after meals. Look on this picture, then on that. Scopping up stew gravy with sopping sippets of bread. Lick it off the plate, man! Get out of this! He gazed round the stooled and tabled eaters, tightening the wings of his nose. Two stouts here, one corned and cabbage. That fellow, rhyming a knife full of cabbage down as if his life depended on it. Good stroke. Give me the fidgets to look. Safer to eat from his three hands. Tear it limb from limb. Second nature to him. Born with a silver knife in his mouth. That's witty, I think. Or no, silver means born rich. Born with a knife. But then the illusion is lost. An ill-girt server gathered sticky, clattering plates. Rock, the bailiff, standing at the bar, blew the foamy crown from his tankard. Well up, it splashed yellow near his boot. A diner, knife and fork upright, elbows on table, ready for a second helping, stared towards the food lift across his stained square of newspaper. Other chaps telling him something with his mouth full. Sympathetic listener. Table talk. I munch, um, and the Unster Bunker munched, um, munched day, huh? Did you, Faith? Mr. Booth raised two fingers doubtfully to his lips. His eyes said, not here. Don't see him. Out. I hate dirty eaters. He backed towards the door. Get a light snack in Davy Burns. Stopgap. Keep me going. Had a good breakfast. Roast and mashed here. Pint of stout. Every fellow for his own. Tooth and nail. Gulp, grub, gulp, grub stuff. He came out into clearer air and turned back towards Grafton Street. Eat or be eaten. Kill, kill. Suppose that communal kitchen years to come, perhaps. All trotting down with porringers and tommy cans to be filled. 
devour contents in the street. John Howard Parnell, example, the provost of Trinity. Every mother's son, don't talk of your provosts and provost of Trinity, women and children, cabmen, priests, parsons, field marshals, archbishops. From Aylesbury Road, Clyde Road, Artisan's Rowings, North Dublin Union, Lord Mayor in his gingerbread coach, old queen in a bath chair. My plate's empty. After you with our incorporated drinking cup. Like Sir Philip Crampton's fountain. Rub off the microbes with your handkerchief. Next chap rubs on a new batch with his. Father O'Flynn would make hairs of them all. Have rows all the same, all for number one. Children fighting for the scrapings of the pot. Want a soup pot as big as the Phoenix Park. Harpooning flitches and hindquarters out of it. Hate people round you. City Arms Hotel Table d'hôte, she called it. Soup, joint, and sweet. Never know whose thoughts you're chewing. Then who'd wash up all the plates and forks. Might be all feeding on tabloids that time. Teeth getting worse and worse. After all, there's a lot in that vegetarian fine flavor of things from the earth. Garlic, of course, it stinks Italian organ grinders. Crisp of onions, mushrooms, truffles. Pain to animal, too. Pluck and draw fowl. Wretched brutes there at the cattle market waiting for the poleaxe to split their skulls open. <coughs> Poor trembling calves. Meh. Staggering bob, bubble and squeak. Butcher's bucket squabble lights. Give us that brisket off the hook. Plop. Raw head and bloody bones. Flayed, glass-eyed sheep hung from their haunches. Sheep snouts, bloody-papered, sniveling nose jam on sawdust. Top and lashers going out. Don't maul them pieces, young one. Hot, fresh blood they prescribe for decline. Blood, always needed. Insidious. Lick it up, smoking hot, thick, sugary, famished ghosts. Ah, I'm hungry. Thank you.